0: The following
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the commentary for The Kingery, uh, Season 8, Episode 7, Talking Heads, same as it ever was. Uh, I'm your director, Dave Morgan. With us is the assistant director who actually directed this episode, Bruce Busby. Hello. And the writer for this episode, Catherine Pride.
0: And Hello!
1: And welcome back from the uh, couple of months uh, hiatus we took, just to you give us all a little breather. Could use a and... Um, Venice. So we are back here and we are right at <laughs> shenanigans, where all the Sorry, fun happens. The booze,
2: yep. As the, the sound
1: bar. effects say, you and me, baby, we ain't nothing but mammals. <laughs> I, the,
2: I apparently this. have to do funny things. Everybody does stuff for the so, shenanigans. Yeah. I mean, That's true, everybody does.
1: It's been eight seasons. What else are you gonna write yeah. at this point? <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
2: I'm pretty sure Pete put that in a direction at one yes, point. Yes, he two. did. It was like, what else could we possibly write here? Exactly.
1: <laughs> it's it's Shenanigans. We, they're doing what they're doing. Yeah. Yes. And uh, Socks, of course, coming out of a room with a guy who we assume was doing the baby thing, by the diaper and rattle. Right? Yeah. That's
0: that's pretty disturbing, right there.
1: Wow. <laughs> Wild. <laughs> and we got Renee Christine Jones as Socks and Anna Rodriguez as Venice. Who I don't think we've seen it in a little while.
2: You're like yeah. thousand credits in It was nice to get to use her cuz I'd never written for her really um much. I think I wrote for her last season um when she was trying to cut Tommy off from drinking too much. Right. Um but which happened a lot last season. You won't need- Yeah, I think he may have had a small problem, Um, but uh, it was nice to get to write her again and kind of reluctantly playing the part of therapist for everybody and being kind of like, this is like the last thing in my life that I ever wanted to do. Thanks.
1: (laughs) Well, that's the uh, job description for a bartender, I think. Yeah. (laughs) Part-time therapist.
2: You shake (laughs) my faith in humanity. That's a
0: lovely (laughs) line. (laughs) Oh,
1: come on. It's nothing like
0: that. ladies
1: are always nice to see. Yeah. (laughs)
2: I'm doing that thing where I get sucked into the episode while yeah, I'm listening, it so happens. I apologize, well, that's,
1: everybody. It's all right. It happens Just, because we have such fun performances here. And it's not so bad. Yes.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And this is this is one of the two, like the last episode and this one, are really emo. So the timing of the uh, the dialogue was very important to me, and uh, I think it worked out okay. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, yeah. No, I mean, it it sounds fantastic. Um, And it's awesome because when you're writing the characters, you're like, okay, I know how they're going to sound because I know the actors, so I know how the actors are hopefully going to say it. Um, But, you know, sometimes the timing in my head might be completely different to how the pacing needs to be when it's directed. Um, And I was really happy because this one kind of just flowed exactly the same way that it was in my head. So that was really cool. Close and personal.
0: You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly.
1: Oh, poor Sox. she's just going so through such terrible. a crisis of faith right now or whatever <laughs> you want to call it with this
2: maybe you built it up in your head what
1: com- yeah I mean she's
0: been trying I mean mm-hmm. asa tries she tries
1: to
2: everything, but it's gonna take time
1: yeah. and to be fair you know you can see kind of where she's coming from with hey. it you know her her mother was a horrible monster I working and, uh, a and uh, did horrible to things to on it yeah uh, I'm good
0: yeah, and, and we did have to uh, blip a little bit of the dialogue just because there was a back a reference that may not go well with the listeners if they haven't been following exactly. It would sound good. funny. So you'll he'll hear it go by as the author. You'll hear this missing line. But everybody else won't hear it because they, they won't know it was there. <laughs> Yeah, but this is.
2: You know yeah. what a terrible thing is? Is I've been sure a, I've been a, a, an actor for so long, and had to you know when I directed Avalon, it was so common to for somebody to accidentally forget part of a line, mm-hmm. and I just assumed somebody forgot to turn something <laughs> in.
1: <laughs>
0: and <laughs> here we have our uh, thoroughfare. You got Major. You got her good buddy Kaylock.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh God, I'm so happy I get to write for them. Oh,
1: this has been one of the best things that's happened this season. Avoided. Uh, been yeah. The escalation, and of course. As we mentioned here, we've got the roller coaster. And uh, when she thinks she's avoided it, that's when you hit the top. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Lovely MCR Garcia is Major, and Jack Clock is K Luck. The uh, Bob of. (laughs) Green goo the, with a hat. The
2: line that just happened. I'm sorry. The line that just happened is probably my favorite thing I got to write in this episode, which was viscous. Li- it was like viscous liquid and velocity don't mix. God, I love that line.
0: It's physics, man. It's physics. Yeah.
1: You it's science.
0: Science.
2: I mean, you know, if you want that.
1: But it's interesting because I, we. I don't think we've really seen this side of Kalok before. Well, sober, anyways.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was fun. I got the outline. They were like, yeah, K has to be like super, like, you know, he has to like tell her how she feels. And I'm like, we are talking about K right? It's <laughs> like, uh, I have to write that?
1: You sure okay. do. <laughs> Welcome uh, to the King the Reach. Right, I
2: volunteered myself for this episode, too. This was I, this year I got both of the episodes that I wanted mm-hmm. to write. And so I kind of made, I did the mess right, to myself. Right. I put myself you in this just, mess. You know, just putting it on a little thick there,
1: bud. <laughs> But
2: I do like writing emo episodes, as it were. You do it well. I, I you know, I'm a fan of the of the the that the the deep and and, and fun com- You know, like the like the deep and the develop. dramatic conversations, and and just I like I like having characters interact, mm-hmm. um, and talk about things that aren't necessarily shootouts and and. Uh, not gambling or right. sex, although sex is fun to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> oh. but it was nice to have this conversation just because it, it kind of you, you can tell that they're both having two different conversations at the same time. <laughs> and at one point they cross and Major's like, uh, what?
0: <laughs> and, and, and here we're going to have her scientific endeavors. This is like she's doing a Mythbusters dialogue, just <laughs> yes. trying to figure out how this is all going to work. Meanwhile, if you pause the episode, you can
1: hear the exact moment when so Kalok's heart breaks.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, so. but I got to give M props because she nailed this even better than it was in my head. Um, she just she did such a great job with it, and, and so did. um is, is messy? <laughs> Jack is Kalok. Yes. They just they both of them just knocked it out of the park. If it
1: disgusts you. Then I clearly misread and here the coaster <laughs> takes off
0: downhill. Do
2: not <laughs> yeah. to this is Do one of those moments as an author point where point you're like, I'm a point point terrible point person. Point no, no, no,
0: nothing, nothing like that. I I'm just a bad, bad point. person.
2: Human. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: And, and your your directorial instructions were very you're good on this.
2: Oh. Well, thank you. I don't actually remember what they were, so I'm glad that they were helpful.
0: Well, it starts off with, uh,
1: like for major legit scientific curiosity, she tries to think this through. Yeah. And then k later, 10,000% done and his heart got stomped on.
2: Oh, yeah. No, that's, yeah. Enjoy
1: your patrol. k
0: slithers yeah. off.
1: Was, yeah. we, we have that lovely oogie sound that we've found for k and have used ever since. Mm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't
2: saying no. <laughs>
1: oh star-crossed lovers
2: yeah kingery does that well yes uh
0: and very nice scoring you did the scoring and that yeah. was uh Stop dwelling thank you
2: yeah that, that song was great that was fantastic yeah, I was that right. totally, i have to look it up now totally it's worked.
0: a kevin mcleod piece like the outline
1: yes. but um we don't give him enough props because uh He's got so so much amazing stuff that we've been able to work in so many situations. Um, I'll tweet this. I'll tweet the song maybe if anybody's interested. Or or if I'm just bored and want to
0: anyway. And and we have the the new bar because the old bar was destroyed. Yeah. Who did that, I wonder? (laughs) Yeah. Some shouting yo-yo.
1: About it. Hopped up on what goofballs.
0: If I on what if I so
1: instead, we're at the Wing Kong Exchange.
2: It, it, yes. On, it this, mean is is ha- this is such a this is such a hard scene for course. me to write because I had not Some had a chance to write um, Tommy in the in the the female model. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I need to make sure this sounds like Tommy, but also sounds like Tommy uninhibited. Check it out, you know. Being a female. So that's things like, right. oh my God, why does do this body just keep plants? craving wine? What <laughs> the hell? That's a nice
1: little peccadillo <laughs> she's picked up there. So I have the Of course, that's uh, Brian Reed as Zeph and Melissa Hearn as Tommy as Allison. Yes. yes. And she, she's really done a good job uh, playing Tommy.
0: That's, yeah, that's not an easy game. No, it's not. And she does it quite well. My CEO, big tough son of a bitch. Nothing bothered him. And I mean... And I, I felt sorry for uh, for Brian, because these are some long reads, and he really nailed them. You know, a lot of people yeah. kind of have to stop and start. And... You going
2: somewhere with this? I'm so sorry, Brian. I wrote you a book, out. man.
0: Fortunately, he reads books regularly,
1: so that helps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and I was
2: I was struggling with this, because I, I don't... It's been a while since I, I looked at the outline. Yeah. But if I remember correctly, so we, we didn't it, really the have the a specific... Story board, in mind right, for what exactly Zeph had gone through. Had. Just that he'd seen some shit. You know, we were gonna tie he back his experiences in the military with uh, with what Tommy was going through now. So like this How whole story, this I had to come up that. with Jesus, and hopefully make sure it pitch didn't pitch sound like complete, <laughs> and complete yeah, schlock. Like, <laughs> it and, good. and Brian just does a fantastic job of. You know, relaying exactly—he you know, just does such a great job of, of the, with the read because he's just explaining the scenario in the way that someone who, you know, is is retrospective of an event that should be just traumatic, and it just—it just shows that Zeph has gone through so much and just come out on the other side. It's was just—it was—it was really great to hear all this come together.
0: Laugh right in my face. There are a couple of points in here where I had to sort of Frankenline things together because there were parts of a take that were better than other parts of the take. But you can't tell. I, right. At least I hope you can't no, tell. It's seamless. No,
2: not at all. It's definitely seamless.
0: And, and there's a sound you're about to hear because I wasn't. I didn't want to use another of those sliding door sounds. But well, you know
1: the little bell that comes in here. Um, it's a it's a retro place. You know they're not all. It's the
0: classic shop bell. Well, what else? I mean, it's, it's sort of like you go down to Chinatown here in San Francisco and you go through a door, and that's sort of the sound you'll hear. Right. Yeah. The
1: smuggler going. The Kingery is a very interesting science fiction because it's kind of more of a twenty minutes in the future sort of thing than you know, like super <laughs> yeah, years. Yeah, twenty minutes in the future, the
2: future but like eighteen million parsecs away. Right. <laughs> it's like how do you? <laughs> it's, it's got the combination
1: of more or less current technology and then very futuristic technology like body swapping so yeah
0: second guess yourself so badly that people take the and the people and this was a monster read this is like one page of material here <laughs> it is it's a
2: lot of material
0: <laughs> oh, there's a bell.
2: uh, uh I could I could tell you right now anybody from the Avalon cast who's who's Talk listening to this and I I'm not just not just you Dave but like mm. and and I know that um Breezy did some work yeah, in Avalon too but like, like I I oh, geez, frequently remember giving Chris Hackney like and Laura like pages full of <laughs> lines to read. Yes, I remember <laughs> <And> seeing <laughs> some <laughs> of those scripting ones. Writing <laughs> this. Yeah. Had, That's right. Cal had a couple <laughs> too yeah. that were just like Stop super long.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But they were fun because I got to choose the scenery a lot
2: always good but it just i was writing this episode going oh my god i need i don't i want to break that these up really but i can't break these up at night.
0: <laughs> she she made a, a great swallow noise mm. there that was just nicely done <laughs> <laughs> oh and we have the temple of Gorlock, and uh, i need to give a shout out to uh, oh, uh, Hannah, uh, uh <laughs> <No>. <laughs> jang Condell. She was our worshiper from the last episode, and in this one she's providing a little bit of worshiper noise uh, and it's been now repurposed into sort of sitting on top of what sounds like for all the world people reciting the Lord's Prayer, which actually it was a sound effect of that so now the the temple has picked up some business here, and you can get a more complex background
2: that is very cool yes.
0: soundscapes are so cool. <laughs>
1: And Bruce is really, really good at them.
0: Yes. And we have
1: uh, Tom Irvine as William Edders. Uh, Kristen Bays as Cassandra. And you'll hear Colin Kelly come in as Damon at the end here. And it's a not- This was a... Go ahead.
2: Sorry, go ahead.
1: I was just saying, it's it's a nice little writing transition because the last couple of so lines talk about religious you. nuts and martyrs I that I would just and you religious people and then we go right to, 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 to the, the Temple, temple of Gorlock. Uh,
2: I really like doing stuff like that. It's very well done. Yeah, I know. And I was I was really excited to get to to write this scene and just because I... So I love writing for Cassandra just because I think she's such an interesting character. I've always liked her. And it's... The arc that she's going through this season is just fascinating. It is. And it was very good. It was very fun to get to write this to this scene because this you're seeing a side of Cassandra Anna. that no one's ever seen before, and your first instinct is, mm? is this? Is she? <laughs> like you don't. We have no you don't idea how, you how don't much this is bullshit or not. how much
1: <laughs> real. So, so <laughs> yeah, stay tuned, folks. You,
2: exactly. To I'm not gonna tell no. you. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you're if you're dubious, that's what I wanted you to be. So be dubious.
0: Oh. <laughs> First, I'm their babysitter, and now I'm being told that we're. <laughs>
1: oh, Damon! Winter.
2: Oh, Damon! I'm going through so down, much. Down, Damon, Keep Whining. <laughs> <not
1: big deal. laughs> Stomps in. Yeah. Babysitting yes. the Stooges.
2: The opportunities that we've been provided. We haven't seen them in a
1: while. We need to see them again.
0: It's that I don't understand... Those poor guys. <laughs> They're probably trapped
1: <laughs> under a tractor somewhere.
0: Much less help with your attempt to spread influence all through the oh, And dear.
1: I do need to point out the SFX at the beginning of the episode are PAZU Domine, Dona A.S. Requiem, yes, Thunk. thunk. <laughs> Old time <laughs> Monty Python yet. fans will get that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I, you know... I try to make sure it's just as enjoyable for my directors as it is for me. Directors
1: always appreciate (laughs) that as long as we can figure it out. Like, Sound of Clouds, we can't figure out.
2: (laughs) I'm going to put that in my next script now.
0: (laughs) Okay, this scene (laughs) was so hard to do because there's so much going on, especially when the machines are running and things are going wrong and Hebe's being worked on and and in this one, Tithia, uh, uh, you Amy, know, Cat Pride is Tithia, uh, did a great job of really sounding sort of pissed off with <laughs> Alice and Tommy and Tommy.
2: It's very easy to be pissed off in general when you're Tithia. Her life is kind of hats, ups and downs, but.
0: She's had a rough was, few seasons. This is fun.
1: This has been the most, most normal season she's had in a while
2: yeah, oh, I'm I'm over the moon about the character arc we're so giving her this year. i I really am. like I mean, that was <laughs> like I feel like if I gave one bit of good plot to to hopefully get into season eight, my suggestion for Tithia was it, and I'm really happy that we're doing it. So I was like, yes, I win. <laughs> um selfishly, I get some cool. I get this really cool storyline. Um, but uh, I mean, because we've got so many other awesome things going on this season with everybody else. but it. But it, it I'm really excited about Tithia's storyline. It's kind of a, it's kind of a culmination of all the things she's sort of been working towards that you've seen in her character, um, but also some new stuff right. that I think is. About
0: and, and you time. wrote yourself a wonderful line with that. Come here, you brave little toaster. <laughs> I, I think that one made was it of so the uh, trailer actually. Yep. I uh, mean,
2: so. I was so proud of myself. Up
1: with this and and of course, that's Perry Whittle as Hooks, uh, and uh, Jason R. Wallace as Hebe. Yes. And you'll hear uh, Pete Mylon oh, come in at God. the end here as Tommy, real Tommy. As in, as in Tommy?
2: <laughs> oh, my God. The moment when Hooks realizes what he did is one of my favorite moments in this episode.
1: Yes, that, that's called crapping your pants. <laughs> yeah. And the Bonnie
2: one of the most popular, so clearly she's attractive. You knew that when you got her, right? So Tithia's like, I don't have time for you. I got science to do. Yes, Yeah, me, size Come has on important on. science
1: shit to do, people. It's actually in the script. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: shit. Hebe, what the hell was that?
0: Slight power fluctuation.
2: I love Hebe so much. Great. Jason it. just does such an amazing job Am with Hebe. I love Hebe so much. Yay. Yeah. Such a fun and, character. Do you
0: have more important and, and Jason does a nice transition between sort of the unprogrammed Hebe and... Real Hebe, you
2: know yeah, yeah. It, it warmed my heart, no lie. It yes. was very nice to hear the Hebe that you'd heard last season finally come back. It was very cool. I've been fighting with getting Hebe fixed up ever since we got back, and you just happened to come at a terrible time. Sorry for the attitude. Let's we'll go get you fixed up. There's so much not apology in that apology. It's amazing.
0: <laughs> How's it going, Hebe? Our infatuation has been so long. Attempting to establish communication
1: with It's like the futuristic version of the AOL dial up sound.
2: I, I appreciated the ancient modem. I really appreciated that. <laughs> <laughs> the modem of the future.
1: <laughs> Even in the future, the internet will still be slow.
2: Well and in my head that cable that they plugged them into was like an old school phone jack. Like they were like, Well, we keep trying to use wireless and the LAN, so let's check the phone jack. <laughs> like that in his legs, you're gone now.
1: <laughs> and Tommy falling out of the uh, machine. That's
0: heeby. a fun little... Moistly. moistly. I like heeby. the moistly yeah. part. Are you still
2: there? Answer me, buddy. How is it that I managed to go from one torn-up lab to another one so quickly? <laughs> yeah.
1: Hello, Oh, yeah, Hidia's heeby. back. Heeby. Yay. Are Mostly. Yay. I...
2: Clomp. My <laughs> seem to be missing. What's the last thing you Mostly remember? back, anyways. You sticking yeah.
1: me with cable. We'll work on the legs later.
2: <laughs> Bad
1: example. <laughs> <laughs> Bad example. Before reactivation. Being
2: shouted at by Cassandra Arkell. And then
1: <laughs> I... It's a th- very C-3PO line. Oh, no, I've been shot.
2: Yeah.
0: you <laughs> me your back. We well, have for you, but still it's you. <laughs> I want you to close. so... Um, I seem to still be sparking. Anyone have a spanner? <laughs> that took some real science to <laughs> fix Because uh, it, it came out way too fast And with the modulation in his voice You couldn't yeah, understand it Oh wow! So a little bit of auditory science And yeah. everything was fine nice. we
1: And one more time I'm going to p- point out uh, the stage directions in here <laughs> And then I'm uh, After she starts her line And then I'm just going <laughs> well, to ad-lib from here Which will be hilarious for me in a month When I'm like, OMG, that's I need to record these right lines right. And I forgot my train of thought and have to ad-lib, <laughs> ad-lib nonetheless And everyone will laugh, which we did <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, and that's
2: so what so happened too. I I, I, I had completely forgotten my trade of thought, so forward. I had to throw an ad lib and go. Stuck what the hell past. was I going to say here? Well,
0: it, it worked it out just mon- <laughs> fine. Yeah, your monologue goes on. All the stuff here is in the in the foreground.
1: All is well. Everybody's <laughs> hugging and. The-
2: an actual happy ending for an episode. Yes,
1: yay! There's emo
2: throughout it, but that but, part of the... Like, that little corner of the kingery and ended happy.
0: That's right. And, of course, my apologies to Pete. He probably won't even notice. But that last line that was, don't we all... That got downshifted in frequency a bit and slowed down because I wanted it to be a real drawled thing. So mm. Just a little, little... Bit Colin of a Kelly Easter egg David on what it is we do to make these <laughs> things sound a little bit Catherine what I think of as <laughs> better.
1: <Yes>. <laughs> you've done a fabulous job holding up the fort while I've been off in Valiant Land for the past couple of episodes. So thank you, Yay. Oh,
0: uh, my pleasure.
1: My pleasure. So anyway, that would be the end of the episode as we hear Brian yeah. Reed reading the credits in his usual sonorous voice. Yes. Uh, so just uh, like to thank uh, Chris, uh, no, Kat. Uh, My brain's gone today. I apologize. That's
2: okay. We're interchangeable, even though she's not here right
1: (laughs) Um, now. And Bruce, you need to get in touch with us. You can go to PendantAudio.com, at PendantWeb on Twitter, Pendant on Facebook, on Tumblr, um, possibly Myspace. I don't know. Does Myspace even exist anymore? Who knows? Who cares? Anyways. with
2: modems of the future.
1: (laughs) Anyways, we will see you next month when Bruce and I will be joined by Pete Mylan. And until then, we'll see ya!